0: are now listening to Real Talk with Mr. Q, the War Machine. Welcome back everyone to another episode of Real Talk. I'm your host Mr. Q, the War Machine. Thank you for joining me for season three. Before we get into the show, I want to take time out to give a shout out to all the supporters and people who have been following on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, and have been following my comments on certain people's platforms on YouTube. And, you know, people who've been saying, you know, they wanted the show to come back and they they missed it and everything, I really appreciate it. And even though some of those numbers of people said it was very small, I'm appreciative I really appreciate your comments. Uh, I really appreciate engaging with you when I have our little discussions on other people's platforms or other people's commentary. And I was doing that through the summer. Uh, I wanted to give you just a little backdrop before I get into what I wanted to talk about. And the title of this podcast is show no hesitation, no mercy. But before I get into it, I want to let you know a little update what i was doing over my break you know as i sit here and said you know i always put my money where my mouth is and you know if i'm gonna sit here and tell people they need to do something i'm gonna go out and do it too well this summer i taught myself how to wail. uh got me a welding machine start welding some stuff around you know uh, that i needed to be fixed that i, I would normally throw away but i started welding and I was pretty good at it i wrote a couple of stories uh, or scripts to be exact and I'm working on another script as you know right now um um what else kept myself up you know worked out you know gotta you know keep that keep the body in in shape so those that that's basically what i did over my summer vacation or away from the podcast because uh as I said again I you know, come on here, and you hear people come on and say, well, you know, you need to be doing this and doing that. But if you're not doing something similar to that, then it's hypocrisy. You didn't really just, you know, sh- you know, blowing smoke up folks' ass. But, yeah, that's what I did, people. And, yeah, weld. Got me a welder machine, start welding stuff. And, you know, I, that goes back to that podcast I was telling you about um, taking up technical skills. Learn how to do certain things. That way you can become better at uh things that you need to be doing but i'm gonna get right on into the thing you know all the announcements out the way again i want to say thank you for people who reached out on instagram facebook and youtube asking about the show is coming back and you really appreciate it and again for all the people who i engage with on other people's platforms that i left comments and stuff on and we was talking back and forth and you liked the comments that i was saying and You know, and see where I'm coming from. I want to say thank you for that. But let's get right on into the show. Now, I know the title might throw you. Have show no hesitation, no mercy. And the reason why I came up with this title was because of the current situation. A lot of things that has been going on over the summer, day after day uh we ain't got to go through a whole list but we know what's been going on and uh i do want to take a little credit. i sat here and told you here you heard it first that a, a second wave was going to become it's going to get more violent and it's not going to stop it's going to continue so i'm gonna take credit what credit is due and um a lot of people and this is a lot of folks are not calling your names a lot of folks who have took in my ideas and stuff I made this podcast basically off of you and other things, kind of like a cleaning house, certain thing, um, that you took a lot of, of my ideas a lot of stories and things that I was talking about prior to me going off the air for the summer. Now, I've seen a lot of people coming on, taking a lot of my ideas and credit for it. And I wanted to just say that that's going to stop because you wasn't talking about it. I came up with the thing. I sat here and told you here on this podcast back in February that that really, not really in February, go back to net last year. And I sat here and told you that the second wave is coming. The first wave is coming to an end. A second wave is coming. And it's going to be more intense, more violent than ever. And it's going to be in your face. Quick, fast, boom, 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 boom. You know, a lot of people uh, listen to that podcast and just, when I say they listen, I mean they kind of skipped over it and fell on deaf ear. <coughs> Excuse me. <coughs> Excuse me again. And So you have people now running out saying something similar to it, what I was saying, and not giving me credit. And I want to say that's wrong for you not doing that because you need to give me credit for what I was saying. Now, again, title of this, of this podcast is No Hesitation, No Mercy. That was one of them. I'm not showing any mercy for people who steal credit. And it's not going to be a lot of mercy for a lot of things because we're at a critical time right now where a lot of people are still trying to play this little game or whatever it is that you're trying to play out here. And you're about to get ready to have your ass handed to you and you see it happening, but you don't want to take the time and say, "Okay, let me make this course correction. No, I'm going to go right on into it, because they ain't going to get me. They're going to get somebody else. And then when you get your wake-up call, the first thing you want to do is say, okay, well, you know, it's white supremacy. They messing with me. They doing this. No, you didn't prepare. And as I said on this podcast, preparation people prepare for everything. And that leads me to another thing on the same topic. You know, I was uh, just got off YouTube, and I was on one of... uh, channels as i like um give a shout out to harvey he was talking about nate parker and spike lee and i know people probably seen that story or going to be talking about it probably this week or whatever that nate parker's back and he's making a new movie and spike lee is helping him get it out there and the whole concept of why nate parker went away was because of you know he had some trouble in his past but he got acquitted for it now, a lot of people criticize Nate Parker about his movie, The Birth of a Nation, which I watched several times. and It's pr- very good. And, um, I, you know, I didn't, I'm, I'm, I'm going to tell you like that. I, I don't have problems with brothers or sisters being with someone outside their race. But it's like you got this sense of, um, what the hell are you going to call it? Uh, 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 worship now that people now when they get somebody white or whatever they want to start acting very very crazy and possessive so but we're gonna stake on the topic with nate parker where all the black feminists came after him oh he's a rapist he's this and that and the third and they basically buried this man even though he got paid for birth of a nation he 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 set low for a minute they buried him but how but you know, like Harvey was saying on his channel, it's your world that how many times that you see black women stepping out will busted, broke down white guys and they taking care of. them. Hey, you can go right now on World Star Hip Hop and look at some of they oldie but goodies and you see black women and not of them all out of shape or you see women which you consider dime pieces, strippers taking care of wannabe, be nick looking niggas, staying at home with their mom and their grandmother. And they think they're the best thing they ain't caught. And it, and it, it, it dawned on me, uh, prior to this thing of Nate Parker, because another topic came up similar to this, but it just popped in my head prior to that, and I was like, you know, it's all by design. And everything that is happening to us people is by design. Now, when black men started stepping out, oh, yeah, they just sell out, whatever. And that was back in the 80s all the way up to now. You hear, oh, you sell out, you can't handle this, such, 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 such. Okay, most of the brothers that you seen back then, even today, to, even today you st- probably still see some brothers had some, had some white women that looked like they was competing to be the B- Goodyear blimp. Got you on that. But what came out of that union or that, that quickie? They came designer cheering. And you hear white folks talk about that from time to time. Oh, they want designer kids. And we as black people are still being used. And we're not even trying to, you know, stop the use. You're basically just laying there like, take me, baby. You know, I'm yours. Have your way with me until you they get through you. Then they throw you on the street. Oh, why you had to do me like this? You get to hear that. So it's the same concept, both men and women who step out. You're being used for a design program and you see it, but you don't say nothing until it's too late. Now, there are brothers and sisters that do date outside the race. They do have mates that do do things and you don't hear nothing about it sometimes you you know it does and it go wonder but n- 9 times out of the 10 is, it it ain't got. N- it don't come back to doing that it comes back to this here that you got to shame the black man the black man ain't shit he ain't going to be shit he he is shit and you have the black woman who basically who has anonymity and they have immunity to say this shit because, hey, they go, you know, like one person said, you got the image of the white man or the white society giving you what you need. You don't get that from your people, your society, because your, your society or your community is damaged. So eventually you're going to look at this. Hey, this is my source. I'm going I'm to protect that. But I'm here to let you fools know that all this is going to come to an end. And it's going to come to an end very soon. Whether you dare or not. It's going, you're going to get your wake up call. And it's going to be brutal. It's going to be very brutal. So. For those who are in those relationships. If it ain't about love. Hey. Nine times out of the ten. It ain't anyway. You're going to get yours real quick. But. For those people who may say, well, Mr. Q, you, you, you hating on somebody. You just jealous. No, wait a minute. Let's get that shit straight. No, not being jealous. I've been fortunate enough to be in the company of a lot of people who had interracial relationships, and I was treated very unfairly with the brother or the sister sometimes. Got the strange look like, you should, you, you, you bet, you beneath me. And I... Like I said, never done nothing to these people. Just "Hey, how you doing?" Have a small talk with them and knew them in passing. But this is this is now coming to a head. But I know that I got off the thing about Nate Parker to a point. But this is I kind of stayed on it because you hear black women who will basically criticize any brother that go out. And date outside the race, he's a sellout. He ain't worthy. Here, this, and that, and the third. People, I, I agree like this here. If you need to find somebody to love. Find them. But what we're in this situation, we're at war. And I've been saying that since the 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 first season of this show. We're at war, and a lot of us don't believe that. Some of us don't believe that we are actually in a life and death situation where we're gonna have to pick and choose. And it's going to be where, hey, your white person who you look up to, your white dreamboat, your snow bunny is not going to be there. They're going to throw you under the bus. And you need to be prepared for that. You need to be aware that they will do that. And if you don't, don't come crying when it happens. Because I'm going to be like, hey, Harvey over there said, I told you so. I told you so. I mean, that's a good, little, catching thing that he said over there too. I told you so. It is. I told you so. You don't come waste my time. You didn't think fire burn? Now you're burning up. You know you, you crying over there. But this goes out to the lot of uh, like the black feminists, the hardcore people that really went after this man, or not after any man who does that. But I did a podcast. And it's in my first season. I sat here and I told you about the making of a slave. The Willie Lynch letters. And I read uh, some excerpts from that book. And I told you, well, you can probably get it if it's still there. And I sat here and told you that why most of the women who consider themselves feminists have a uh, a destructive, independent spirit, which was given to them by the slave owners which was also passed on and passed down by their mothers year after year, generation after generation. And I talked about how the mother raised the boy and raised the daughter differently. She raised the boy to be physically strong, but mentally and emotionally weak. But he but she raised that girl to be emotionally strong. But well, mentally strong, but emotionally weak, because she don't have that emotion. You never heard that saying along uh from old people, you say, you know, you don't have that that mother-law sense, you don't have that nurturing sense. And you hear a lot of people pushing that narrative about it's okay not to have a nurturing spirit. Oh, it's okay to be that's a feminist ideology That's a feminist thing to be. that's been passed on to give people a pass of look, saying, hey, you really ain't that good of a mother. Oh, thank you. I need to dodge that bullet. It's just like, you know, having, you know, Pookie and Rayway coming in, same thing. You, you're not really that good, good of a father, but, you know, you, you hella fired at the bed. You got a strong back. And I ain't got to take care of that child. So, again, people... I, uh, I know, like is said coming back, coming back hard punches, boom, 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 but it is. And so when I was sitting and listening to that story about Nate Parker and, and spite Lee coming back to help him, uh, with his career, you know, I say kudos for the dude. You know, hey, you know he got a bad rap. He got you know, and I I seen how uh, the black women, the black feminists, came out to him hard, and then and they came out to him hard. Uh, poor Bill Cosby, And like I said, Bill Cosby got himself caught up in there. You go back to season, I think season one. You, I did a uh, podcast on that. Very tasteful. I sat there and gave respect to Dr. Cosby. Like I said, my only thing that Dr. Cosby did in mind, like I said, he messed around, got up there, got the big head, got caught up. <laughs> get yours and get out. Don't stay. That's supposed to have been the plan. But a lot of people get caught up in, you know, razz ass and razzle-dazzle and all the rest of that shit. And next thing you know, they stay there and they ass don't know how they come up out of there. So that's it. But again, show no mercy. And black people love you, but got a lot of work. And also over the summer, people, I learned a lot of things about us as a people. That you know, again, made me look at myself. And say, you know what? Damn, I really ain't that. I'm dumb. I mean, I know you might say, "Well, damn, that's harsh to say." But really, you think about it. You know, uh, my wife found a couple of stories and stuff on online about billionaires, like just like the other day. Do you know there's fourteen? black billionaires in the world 14 it was 11 now they're 14 billionaires and you would sit here and think and I, you know all this money and i remember I, I i went to prayer and i prayed and i thought about it like you know because it was all my spirit I said, but well, damn well we got 14 billion people we got people 14 people who are billionaires I meant to say you know why did not put in folks to work you know, why they're not doing certain things that can do i'm and I, really to be honest i don't know what they're doing to a point but we all hear the narrative we need reparations we need this we need that we need to be doing this but you got these black billionaires who have made money off of us and they're not producing anything else and our community is suffering like well and you know and you know, people, I've been blessed with a lot of ideas, and I, I don't have the, the capital to bring forth all of them, but God has given me a, a great imagination to do a lot of things. And when that story came out, my wife, you know, shared it with me, and I sat back and I thought about it. You know, I, I felt like, you know what? Damn. And God basically said, this is what would happen if you had a lot of money. You would try to do a lot. But you got other people got more than you. They're not trying to do anything. They got ideas too. Don't think that you're the only one. They got the capital. But they're not doing the moves. You have the ideas. But you don't have the capital. You'll drive yourself into bankruptcy. And these people still be sitting on their money. I'm like, damn. That's right. (laughs) And they just... You know, I was just like, damn, when she said that, like, damn, 14 people that's billionaires. Damn. Some of them we know, Oprah, if we're going to say that, Michael Jordan, and tell all the, all the hip hop people out of J, we know that. But there's other people that's rich, not poor. Another thing, people, and I said, I ain't showing no mercy to you. Another thing I learned that we do have a black infrastructure, we got black stores online people ain't supporting them there's a brother right now that's making shoes called uh i think they're called the marcus garvey shoe go look it up dude they got some nice shoe, but you got folks throwing shade at all man ain't why wear that what the hell are you doing nothing there's black um uh, an equivalent to amazon didn't know that didn't know it at all go go look it up on uh it's on my instagram go look it up on instagram there's a lot of stuff. i like, man, damn, really? Why are all these folks running around, you know, why do folks running around hollering about we 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 don't have any? It's because they're not supporting it. But hey, let's get on that Popeye's chicken. You know, I can't let that shit ride because I know everybody been talking about it. There's a woman on YouTube that show you how to make the damn chicken. Go look it up, people. But you saw how these dumb ass niggas, and I'm calling you that because you are. Like I said, the title of the podcast is not to hesitate and show no mercy. You are dumb ass niggas. All of you. And you just made Popeye rich. They didn't have to do a damn thing. Just go get some niggas and we give her some chicken. There you go. Boom. There it is. Acting like a fool. Then you got this one idiot out of Tennessee who gonna sue Popeye because he didn't get no chicken. Seriously? <sighs> Man, I just couldn't let that go because it just, <laughs> just stupid. But this is the stupidity that we in. And we're consistently gonna be going through this junk off and on. But as I said about that second wave, you saw all these mass killings. It's going to be more. And what I'm saying, it didn't provoke anything. It's just common sense. You can see it as the old people you say, son, it's written on the wall. Can't, don't you see it? If you don't, you're going to feel it. And a lot of people are going to feel it. Oh, man, when the folks started getting close to, full, oh, my God, they're doing this, man. Over the summer about guns, about the same thing, about the There was a home, if you, you missed that story, it was a home in Bel Air. Dude had 2,000 rifles in Bel Air, in his mansion. See, it ain't the black folks killing, you know, whatever. It's more, and now it's more the black folks. But see, they going out here doing everything to anybody who they come about. And we've been sitting here talking, well, you know, it ain't going to happen. That's over there. We in it. It's coming, people. Uh, If you ain't ready for it, too bad. I've been, like I said, over the summer, I've been training. Let me get myself back in shape. Look good, too. Got to. Because when shit does continue, and shit is hitting the fan, but when it really hit, the the shit fan really gets stuck, and it can't turn, and it's really going, and it's just start backing up, you're going to see a lot of people crying. You're going to hear a lot of folks whining and being in sin, dropping. Boom, 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 In the streets. And then you can sit here and say, you heard it right here on Real Talk with Ms. Q because that's, that's not a prediction. That's not, that's, I. I it's just common sense, people. Is it like, you see, it might this time, it's like um, one time my wife and I went to Florida. We saw actual rain form, which is scary as hell. Have you ever seen rain form over water? It really scares the hell out of you because you we see it when the rain comes by. You're like, okay, the rain form, okay, whatever. But when it forms over water, oh, my God, <sighs> it's some scary stuff. That's the same thing about what's happening now. It's forming, and it's and it's coming at a scary rate. And a lot of people say, well, yeah, I'm not going to live in fear. I'm not telling you to live in fear. I'm just telling you, as I always say, live vigilant. Pay attention to what you're doing. Pay attention where you're going. This thing is real. And it's coming at you. But you have a lot of folks running around still trying to pass out feel-good juice to, to quiet down the people. It's all good. It's all good. It's all good. No, it's not good. It's not good. The shit is finna come. Are you ready for it? Nah, I ain't, man. They ain't on that. And I, I just want to address that because at the end of the second season when I ended the show, I was kind of feeling down, people. As I said, that's why I took the time in the beginning of the show to, to thank the people who say, hey, Mr. Q, when you coming back? You know, I, I, I really gave it my all the first two seasons. And I felt like, damn, man, this is some bull crap, man. I feel kind of low doing this shit and people still doing dumb shit and I, I really did feel kind of down and uh i just want to say you know tell the people again to thank you for you know saying hey you come back because it, you know it's good to have like one or two people who say that and they it, it, you know it, it you reach that one person it's good it's better to reach that one person than not reach no one at all or two or three people, to, to be exact. But, yeah, um, I had to come at you with that thing about the, the Nate Parker situation. And I touched on a little bit, like, the Popeyes and stuff. Which, really, I, I'm ashamed. I'm ashamed of my black people that y'all went out here and acted a fool for that damn sandwich, man. Acted a goddamn fool. Really. Y'all, I mean, I wish that y'all had that same vigilance, that same gusto energy. To support black people like me, black businesses like myself, and other people that's bigger than me that has stuff on there that's selling things. I wish y'all had that same gusto. Because really, you just really made yourself like an ass. Then you wonder why these stereotypes are being portrayed on. Because, again, we are not teaching that in our homes anymore. We think we're in some new age, some new era. We can go out here and just do whatever the hell we're going to do. And, you know, no, you got to respect yourself. And you got to respect people who you come in contact with. And we don't do that. I'm going to do what I say, what I do, how I do it, whatever. Fuck it. And, you know, half of the people got that chicken. It wasn't even cooked. So y'all eating raw ass, quick fried chicken. But y'all going to do that? And for all the feminists that came out here attacking black men. And again, like I said, now uh, I made my comment and I stand by it. Go look it up on on your world over there on YouTube, with Harvey. I stand by my comment. I said black women has an anonymity; they have an immunity, and that comes back that all the way back from slavery. I talked about it on my podcast on the making of a slave, the Willie Lynch letters. I talked about it. It's in there. You they have that thing. They have that's why they can say whatever, and it, it's like they got a a double edge or that double agents because the white man can come in and with this with his white Miss Ann come on in and drop a seed of doubt bam and the whole thing goes to hell but let somebody like you know myself say hey we need to do this oh man there you go with that damn that pro-black bullshit or that pro-African shit nobody want to hear that shit that fear shit what you know you hear all that shit but Oh Mr. Charlie. Oh my God. Mr. Jelly it was sent from, from God himself to come in. Miss Ann God bless them. Woo! I'm I'm saved. I'm blessed. Shit. And you friends it's just and the psyche of us is just all screwed up. You know, another story I would have talk of people, you know, because so I got a lot on my mind. I know you probably heard that scene that idiot over there in Kenya. <laughs> the fool over there uh, just dressing up as Jesus that goes right back into this thing it goes right back into the Nate Parker thing you see how it weaves itself into in the fem- it goes right back it goes back to the same thing uh, the white supremacist certain things and the Willie Lynch letter and how the mindset of us as a people is warped and we don't have common sense to say like damn use the brain we got no, we sit here, we walk right into it. Now, this dude who played the Jesus over in Kenya was is a real preacher. He get paid. They, African countries pay this fool to come over there to put on this show. And a lot of them folks over there who do that to their people need to get their ass slapped. Because the only thing that does, because see, I'm going to tell you like this, and this is the difference between where you have African people, African, uh, our brothers over there in the continent and people over here. The mindset of the people on the continent is that, yeah, you were colonized, but you were set free, but you stayed in your country. You wasn't brought abroad. You was colonized. Yeah, you went through the shit, but you stayed in your land, homeland. We was brought over here and was subjugated to more brutal shit than what you did in the colonies. You know, because, hey, you can't really say it's a tick for tack. Because, hey, uh, most colonies... Which you was uh most African countries colonized for like fifty years or so, and most of the people over here was what four hundred, so the difference is not the same, but the mindset is different, and it, it boggles me. It really, really just blow me up, blow my mind when I see my brothers, and sisters from Africa and Jamaica, other folks who interact with white people where they can just easily go in and do that shit, accept it, don't even have that thought in their mind. Now in here too, motherfuckers here don't have it even now because they half of the people here are gone. But me and a couple other people, you know, but I speak for myself. I I think about where my grandma used to tell me about certain stories about my grandfather, and it kinda ringed to me, kinda, you know, you hear something something tapping in your head like and in your spirit, like you don't do that. You can deal with them, but don't get too comfortable with them. Because they will bite you. That's what vipers do. But you tell the other side of the folks on the continent that, oh man, you know they real good. They go and then they come over there and gentrify your country, just like they gentrify our neighborhoods. But you cool with that? You you cool as a fan? Some some of you, not all you, come, but the most enjoy, they're cool of it. And then when you try to bring forth to Show that the first thing people want to say, you bring in, you bring up hate. You bring it up hate. You know, it's it's not hate, people. It's just the pain. It's it it it's pain, it's scarves. And that's something that a lot of people don't understand. Or you come and you you don't want to do. I I like this one dude who told me, he said, You're not full African. And I remember uh, this chick told me, she said, Look, these folks all come in and tell me they princes what kingdom they got. I mean, this dude really just told me, he said, I was worthless to my face. He's, he's darker than I was. But he told me, saying hey, man, me, you're worthless. You're not one of us. But you over here in this country. She said, hey, why they here? What, what? Tell me what kingdom they are, or what prince they are. And it kind of made me feel better after that. But you still have that notion to this day how people are just blinded to that junk. And I mean, you should go see this, some of the pictures, of this dude running around in this Jesus clown suit. And see, they don't understand that this that's nonsense was over here, warped us into forgiving a lot of people. Turn the other cheek. Man, you know how many times I turned the other cheek? My ass is sore. My face is sore. You know how many times I turned my cheek, my enemies got stronger. They didn't learn. They got worse. I remember, I, <laughs> I remember this time when I was, this time I was staying somewhere, and um, this chick was her. She was going through something. I prayed for you know because I, back then I was really into Christianity. I'm not into it anymore, and I prayed. I said, God, in the name of Jesus, help this woman, you know such and such and such. A. Woman got better. Her husband told me, hey, you know, you know, wife feeling better. He could, woman used to talk to me all the time. Hello, 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 and I hi, you know whatever. But I tell you people. Listen, mark my words. And this has happened to me many times, and I kind of let it slide. But this was like the, the straw that broke the camel's back. This chick came after me, and what I mean she came after me, not physically, but she came after me in indirect ways, nasty ways. To, to try to hurt me. I have done didn't do nothing to this woman. <laughs> they ain't, ain't owe her no money, didn't say nothing back you know, I got that on, on my knees, and every time I pray, God, help this woman get better, you know, you know, hey, her son, you know, well, you know, such and such and such, you know, I'm, you know, whatever, and I, and I, and I, reason I, I kind of prayed, because at that time, I had just lost my mom, and I, and I knew she had a younger son, and I'm like, you know what, I really didn't want him, he's young, and want to, you know, to lose his mom, I'm, I'm, Old was it the older partner, like you know that I know how that feel. But this chick came back. People I met like this, she came back with a vengeance. Whoo! You talking about her head was was moving back and forth like a serpent. <sighs> Tongue was just spitting venom like it was nothing. Actions had other people working around doing them. And I noticed this stuff. I said, What the hell I doing with this bitch? I'm telling you. So that clown shit of going over it, it, don't do nothing but mess people up. And when you tell people over there about it, you blaspheme, blaspheme. No, 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 no. See, you haven't been enslaved and forced that jump. You haven't been with somebody coming in and terrorized you so much. You had um, the, 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 the subtleness of it, not the real hardcore in your face stuff. Oh, that happened to you. That didn't happen to us. You hear people say that. Yeah, Africans say that. That happened to you, happened to us. You you allowed it. I remember for real. I had to do sit here and tell him, you allowed to be be captured. So you're gonna say and tell them, let me get it straight. So my ancestors, who probably may be cousin of your ass, was over there chilling in the, in there over there minding their own business. And they was just wondering, hey, slave master. Oh, shit, I'm tired of this African continent, you know. With God dang it, I wanted to go. On. Come on, put these chains on my ass. Let's go on over here right now. You really going to sit here and, and, and give me that BS? This is what this dude was trying to tell me. This dude was actually trying to give me that garbage. I was like, dude, that's not what happened. Yes, you did. You didn't fight for it. I had to let that dude go. I said, let me go on and leave before we get in the fist to cuffs to I had to whoop this, this other African's ass. Because he really saying things that my great, great, great ancestors say, you know what? I'm just going to jump on this book. And like Ben Carson, you know, this is a freaking cruise. A cruise to the new world. Hey, here's my ticket. You know, I, I, I really don't like to fish. So do you sell, do you uh, serve beef on here? And I really like ice cream. And do you have coffee? What is this? They really thought this as a cruise. It's not. And to hear that nonsense is BS. But you're going to let this fool run around here with a Jesus outfit on tell you otherwise. And, you, and go, people, I'm telling you, folks, go look at the pictures. Folks up here grinning and cheesing, happy. Got kids up here with this junk, screwing their minds up with this nonsense, screwing it up. And I, I, I remember, like I said, again, you I pray to God. I said, God, I, I'm, hey, if this is you, I don't I don't know if I can keep dealing with it. I can't. You, you can't keep telling me, OK, it's good for me. It's like you It's like a love or hate, love hate relationship. Uh I'm I'm going to whoop your ass, but I'm going to love you. I'm going to beat the shit out of you, but I'm going to love you. You I mean I can't do that. I'm in the middle of the night, you coming and beating the hell out of me, but you know what? All in the name of Jesus though. I love you. No, you, you can't keep doing that. And this is the nonsense is what they was over there promoting. In season 2, I sat here and I said that, you know, African countries donated something that is not theirs. I did a podcast on it about the note the 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 Notre don Church over there, Notre Dame is burned down. African countries giving money over there. Um, I'm gonna end with this. I'm gonna give, This is a, just a food for thought, but I'm, this is something personal too. I um right along. See, everything's kind of winding together. I had um came across this article in his own Twitter about the AU ambassador, the African Union ambassador. Can't pronounce her her name. Um, sending out a challenge to Africans here to come home and saying that the continent needs them so being a person of african descent african slavery or whatever all the other stuff that we all called over here i wrote her right and i wrote her a, a stern but factual letter about her proposal let me tell you people that this chick didn't ever write me back i didn't put anything derogatory in it i didn't cuss her or nothing i kept it very straight to the point but very stern and factual and i hit her with some real facts one two punt boom 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 to make her think because see this is the the underlying thing about her call she only calling for people who got the money to come she's not calling for brothers like me who got a family like look you know i can't you know come over there whatever but i have skills and i mean and i people i have skills you have skills too valuable skills that we can train our brothers and sisters on and really put the infrastructure in more if you have people who had worked in it, right? Chick didn't get back with me, not one bit. And one thing that I did mention to her in the letter, and I'm going to share this with you, is when she said that the call for our brothering to come back, and that, when I read in the article, I, that really kicked me right in the, in the, you know what, people, it really hit me. Because I got to thinking, and, I'm, and what I'm about to say is going to make you think too. Through all the years that we have been here in this nation, and we have a U.N., right? Why did none of these African countries ever stood up on the General Assembly of the U.N. and denounce slavery? until now why that none of our countrymen our brothers from the home the motherland ever got up on there and say you know what come home people we want you why not why now and the people that you're calling for and i say i them i'm telling tell you people i, I didn't hold any punches back but i kept it but respectful i said you're seeking only politicians and celebrities You're not looking towards the working man and woman who has the ability to do things. And don't get me wrong, celebrities over there will bring money and stuff because that's basically all you want, the money. You don't want the people because if people, you bring this celebrity, then this will bring this over here. But you have the resources there. Why not you use your resources and refine your resources and have a program with people who want to come you offer them to come give them citizenship give them land they come here they guarantee they, they have to have a exchange where you they work to help the government help their country for an x amount of years get it up on its feet bing, bam, bam bam don't say it can't happen because in canada they have a, a same program like that you can't come to canada unless you have a specialty skill she mentioned china and russia right hmm <laughs> I hit her with that because China had a program It's not in existence anymore. But for under George Bush, all the way to Barack Obama's second term, China had this exchange program. I I think it's the CSSA, something like that, where they sought out young professionals here in America who wanted to come to China to know Mandarin, who they were looking for people in engineering. Logistics, farming, fiber optics, IT, environmental services, legal business. They was looking and they and th- this is the sweet part about it, people. They paid for it. They paid. All you needed was your passport. <sighs> Go over there four or five years, bing bang, boom, maybe two, you're in, out, done, got a job there, or you can use it as a contact. I promote I Push that proposal to her, to to pass along to her colleagues, just like a lot of other folks. Like I said, people, I wrote to a lot of those African ambassadors. I did. I got a lot of letters. I wrote them. I didn't hear nothing back from them. Not a peep, not a peep. So a lot of y'all folks who have people who work at these embassies, you know, let them know. Hey, I I wrote you. <laughs> I didn't. You probably. <laughs> threw the letter in the trash can, and want to hear hear the truth. But I wrote them, because again, that is the type of person that I am. Like I say, I, I, that old saying, "Don't go to the horse's ass, go to the horse's mouth." And so when I hit her with that, I didn't hear nothing back from her. Not a peep. Not not a thank you. Nothing. Not just her. I I wrote the the ambassador to, uh South uh, South Africa, Zimbabwe, you name it. Uh, the Sudan, Chad, Sierra Leone—I was writing all of them, trying to even start business with them, because I knew that I had a skill that it was not being utilized here in this country. That if I can go over there and help them and show and use what I what I have over here, what I've gathered, boom, it'll explode. I ain't hear nothing back. Like I said, not a peep. So, when I, again, as that old saying goes, money taught BS walking. Say, I ain't had the money. So, they basically, they said, fuck you. I don't hear nothing from you. But if I had money, I guarantee you'd be seeing me up there. Like a lot of these stars, everybody now finding their roots. You ever heard that thing. And, I, again, I'm going to end in closing. Because, like I said, I'm glad you did. I mean, I found my roots, too. You know, I, I could trace my roots all the way back to South Africa. Right in the heart of uh, Chad and all the rest. Same thing. So, you know, can I get a passport too? Oh, goddamn! Damn. I ain't got the money right now. Shit. Right. You ain't got the money. I ain't got the clout or the money. And some of these countries deliberately su- sort out some of these celebrities to give them citizenship for fanfare. Hey, I'm, I took a picture with so-and-so. Ha! <laughs> so, it is the same thing here. Whatever. I guess it's clout chasing over in the, in the homeland but anyway people um, I'm about to get out of here but again I just want to say uh, thank you for those people you know who you are on Black Junction and on YouTube they left comments on Instagram on Facebook Twitter thank you for leaving those comments and saying hey Mr. Q like your show I learned something you know, when you coming back, I really do. I really appreciate it. I really I, I want you to know that from the bottom of my heart, people, because right now, a lot of us take a lot of things for granted and just someone saying, hey, I, I appreciate what you've done. I enjoyed it. That means a lot. That really does mean a lot to me. And again, you take your time out. Listen to me. Um, listen to my commentating uh bringing my views on certain issues and or, and even sharing some of my my allegory, my stories. I and mean, you know, like uh, one brother I want to shout out to a dude on on uh, on Black Jumps. I forgot his name, but you know who you are. Who who loved the uh story about the three black pigs. <laughs> Thank you. That was that I really appreciate your your comments and uh, your perspective on certain things. It really got me to think too what you made. So um that's it, people. Again, you know, I'm back, you know. And uh, as I said, again, I hope you enjoyed this podcast. No, hesit- no hesitation, no mercy. I, I'm, hopefully, that you enjoyed it. And uh, again, go back, listen to things in, the, in uh, what you call it in my uh, archives and stuff. And uh, I don't, like I said, I don't think I'm going to drop a visual on this. But um, again, thank you. To next time, and come on back because it's going to be a next time. This is season three. So we got a lot to cover. I'm out. This was the war machine. Real talk with Mr. Q. Don't forget to join us next time.